Happy, happy first day of fall. <laughs> this is, I, it's summer I'm being here. Don't y'all worry. Good morning. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. I'm delighted to be here. I, I came across a poem that I just got to read because it is, it is such a Babs poem. It really is such. Uh, and I posted it up uh, on my social media site because I saw it. And I saw it on Instagram and I had to go find it. Because I don't know how to pull stuff from Instagram. So, um, you know, to copy and save it. So I found it and uh, copied it. But I, I, it's, just, it's just a poem for my life exactly this moment. Exactly this moment. It's a Kate uh, Bear. I'm going to go find her body of work and I'm going to purchase it. So that's just the Lauren conversation. Lauren, I'm looking for this poet. She may already have it in store. I think it's a white woman, but I'm not sure. Anyway. I will enjoy this life. I will open it like a peach in season. Suck the juice from every finger. Run my tongue over my chin. I will not worry about cliches or uninvited guests peering into my windows. I will love and be loved, save and be saved a thousand times. I will let the want into my body, bless the heat under my skin, my life. I will not waste it. I will enjoy this life. Baby, that is the God's honest truth. That is the God's honest truth. I got this morning and I was, I was about to reach out to somebody who I I was about to reach out to a girlfriend who I'm not really interested in talking to and uh and when I realized uh when I when I walked myself through why was I doing that I realized um that I was just caught up in my feelings about something because I didn't like the way stuff ended I don't even know if I didn't like the way it ended it's not a like or anything. It's just it ended, and and I had no control over it. Or I, I did. I do. I mean, I had some control on how I responded. I responded well. You know, I don't know what it was. I I gotta do some more discerning. If I, if I if I have the mind, I don't want to delve into it. This is what I know that people come and go, and. You know, when you get this age, you just realize if I was younger, younger, meaning 40, 30, 40 years younger, I would be lamenting this way more. But at 60, having seen something like and people's behavior and people's th things, I, I just realized that you have to allow people to do what is in their best interest, too. And that's and that's the grace that I'm giving this so and it wasn't like we were great friends you know what I mean like like I if I if I lost Markeisha or Ife or Sarah or my sister or anybody or any of my sorrows that I run with that that's a loss there's people who if I lost them like if they got mad at me and they walked away that would be a huge loss this ain't one of them I think for me I just wanted I just like holding a full deck and uh, but listen, it's a loss. <laughs> it's oh, 
whisper. And, uh, and you got to be good with that. You got to be good with the ebb and flow of life. That's what it is. It's just the ebb and flow of life. And, and people come and go all the time. I, I think the biggest hurt I've ever had was getting divorced. And, and this is nowhere near that. <laughs> and, and, you know, 10, 10, 12, 13 years out from that divorce, I, I talked to him. We're friends. We're cool. You know, I don't like some of his ish, but that's not the point. The point that life is an ever-changing, an ever-changing adventure. And that's how I see it. So, so yeah. So I'm glad that I, I gave myself time to like, oh no, I'm not doing that, because it would just open the door to more of what was already. To, it would, I would be going back for more where there was only less. And that's my favorite saying. I got that saying from a book of Anne Lamont. Her friend told her, because uh, she was yeah, broke up with somebody in the book or some old mess. And, uh, and she was desperate to reach back out of some old part of the story. And her friend said, don't go back for more where there is only less. You know? Or her friend was saying it about herself or something. So anyway, I got the quote from there. I don't know, maybe 20 years ago. And it is a moment where there was only less. And, uh, and that, I put that in one of, my, one, of my favorite, one of my favorite mantras and, and, and a guiding force for me. Don't go back for more. And you know, I, I honestly believe that you always have a sign when things are ending. You know, you always have a sign. Sometimes there's a hiccup and you could weather it. Sometimes it's a blip in the world. Sometimes it's let's just let's just let's just separate and then come back later. And then sometimes it's just deuces. <laughs> this is a deuces moment. <laughs> deuces. So, so, and I, you know, I I love I love the recovery of my heart these days. I really, I really love I really love that. Aging is a beautiful thing because you don't have no time. You have no time to suffer fools or foolishness. <laughs> there's simply, there's simply no time. And 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 I and I know it, right? So so the recovery is, and it's not like I have attention deficit disorder. This means I'm not gonna give no time to that. I'm like, all right. I now we say around the way. I, I, that's that's where I'm at. I, and then just keep it moving. Do you know what I mean? That's all. I just feel like I just I just feel like that's where we are. That's where I am. And happy summer. So yesterday was the longest day and the shortest night, and it's. You know, like, I don't even know. It's like 59 degrees outside. You need a sweater. <laughs> and, some, and some clothes shoes. It's cold out. It's cold, cold out here. There'll be no word on the street this morning because Paul Bass is being a reporter. 
So next week, next week, we'll be, we'll be in these streets. Next week, we'll be in these streets with the word on these streets. And uh, so uh, let's see. What else is good? Happy birthday, James Foreman Jr. Happy birthday. I, he does not listen to this show, not me a bit. <laughs> but I did send him a text this morning. I, I, it, maybe he'll see my, I don't know. But I just want to say happy birthday. Let's say happy birthday on his Facebook page. Happy birthday, James Foreman. He don't listen to that one bit of this show. <laughs> but if you see him, tell him Pam said birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, that's no. He's not listening to this show. He's not listening. Uh, I don't know if there's any news on the and the people on, who was in the the submersible. Did you? I, I have you seen that thing? It's like a group casket. There was no first of all. <laughs> first of all, if I'm that rich, the last thing I'm getting in is a sardine can submerged in water. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's number one. Number two, I'm not spending $250,000 like that. Uh-uh. Number three, that's white people rich. Now they're dead. They're in a casket. It's a, it's a, it's, and you know, the Titanic has already had mystery and, and superstition attached to it. <laughs> this is gonna add to it. Cause it'd be some, it'd be a bunch of other fools who will get their asses in a sardine and get submerged underneath trying to find that submarine or whatever the hell it is and, and the Titanic. I, this is white people, this is white people. I, you show me any black people who have done that mess. I bet you you can't find that near one. <laughs> Oh my God! I listen. I'm offering prayers to that to the family of those folks. I'm never gonna never. Even though I'm joking about this, it's not funny. It's quite painful for that family, and I want people to know that I know that is painful for that family. I know it. And uh, and 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 prayers. I, I'm never gonna not offer prayers to people because. Uh, Prayers is what you offer up to God for mercy and forgiveness. And, uh, and, 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 and in my human self, I, there are people who should not be forgiven. But I'm not, uh, but in my divinity, I understand that forgiveness is a necessary uh, act of, of divinity. So, you know, I'm good with it. But I'm going to tell you right now, it would not be me. Mm-mm. I would not spend 200, of all the things to spend $250,000 on, 
getting in that little, whatever that egg hatchet submersible thing is, that would not have been nowhere near the top 8,000 things. <laughs> White people, y'all spend your money foolishly. <laughs> and then the stepson, the stepson is like on social media, got slapped hard. Cause he was like, yeah, I was supposed to go. I went to the Blink 182 concert. Oh, by the way, play, pray for my family. <laughs> I was like. You definitely friends because the air is out of it now, right? Like the air is out of it. I guess they was trying to figure out somebody was tapping or banging and they was trying to, trying to hear where it was coming from. But it's so far down. I, I don't, I just don't get that. I, and I, I just. It's like getting in the car with people you don't know, you know, and find out the car is stolen, it's janky, don't got no gas, it's a death trap. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand any of that. I, I'm not trying to either. I just think there are just some things that are just stupid, and uh, God bless them. God bless them. I, I don't know what else to say. You know, anyway. Uh, by the way, uh, I am the commencement speaker for the CONCAT Spring 2023 Adult Programs. So on Saturday at 11 o'clock, I get to deliver uh, the graduation commencement. I'm so happy to be doing it. It's culinary arts, medical billing, coding, uh, phlebotomy uh, students. So I'm, I'm excited. So I don't know what I'm going to say. I'll think about it when it gets closer to Saturday. <laughs> I think I have an idea what I'll say. You know, I don't have that long. So, you know, I got like a good 20 minutes or so. But uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to lift them up and uh, get them excited. That's, that's what I'm going to do. So, so we'll see <laughs> what I'm going to say. I'm going to get up there and do my thing. And then I'm going to make my way downtown for the Caribbean, the Caribbean Festival. The Caribbean Festival. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So uh, it's going to be good. So I'll have him come on and. Uh, no, I have. Uh, I got somebody coming on tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Oh, Anru is on at 10.15, so stay tuned for that because, you know, he's going to get us gathered. Uh, but tomorrow, I got, a, I got a, uh, a guest coming on tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Uh, uh, Mikhail Teha. So he's the Trini artist that's coming on uh, for, the, for the concert on Saturday. I believe he's Trinidadian, so it's going to be a whole Caribbean vibe. So I'm looking forward to that conversation tomorrow. And I hope the rain holds out for Saturday because it would, it would really be nice to have all the, all the Caribbean folks downtown and uh, just, you know, just have a good time. That's, that's the idea. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, I, whether I stay downtown for the concert is a whole other thing. Probably not. But uh, I definitely will be down there for, uh, for, the fest for the Caribbean Festival part of the Arts and Ideas. And then I'll make my way about my business, you know, 
you know, so, but yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been enjoying the International Festival of Arts and Ideas. I've been enjoying it. I hope everybody else has been enjoying it too. I've, I've enjoyed it. And uh, it's been nice. Uh, I, I like when the city comes alive, as, I, as I've been saying since it started. The city comes alive and everybody is like, you know, hyped up to go. I love that the Schwartzman Center is like, you know, we could zigzag between the Schwartzman Center and all these other places that are like doing stuff. I hear the Long Wolf Theater film was great. I am Muslim. I mean, I just had too many things that day and I just, I wore myself out. So I had to like back it up. Uh, if you're around Possible Futures uh, on Saturday at four o'clock, uh, 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 Nico Okolo is having a conversation with a couple of other artists about her book. Um, so that'd be really great. I might buy it so she could sign it. And uh, so she'll be there for that. I may, I may swing through, I may swing there. I may go to the festival and then swing over there and, and sit in for that, you know, and, uh, and then get the book and get it signed. <laughs> I, I like to have her on the show to talk about this book. You know, that's, that's what I like to do, you know. So we'll see, you know, to talk about, uh, to talk about art and black people and art. This was, I'm just fascinated by it. Um, and so, and I don't have a book, so I'd like to have a book. Uh, yeah, so I'm feeling good. I will tell you this, Claire Paint, C-L-A-R-E, you know, sister, black woman designer created this paint. It's no Vogue paint. So it doesn't emit gases or anything like that. And I've been wanting this paint. It's a little on the pricey side, but you can or you order it and it's delivered to you. But uh, I've been lamenting colors. You know, I'm a creature of habit. I like the colors that I like. And, you know, as I'm trying to get ready to, to change the trajectory of this apartment, and I am, swear to God, because I'm about sick of it this way. Um, uh, I wasn't going to paint, and I was going to paint, and I wasn't going to paint, and I wasn't going to paint, and I wasn't going to paint, then I was going to paint, and I wasn't going to paint, and I was going to paint. And I, but now I'm going to paint. So I'm going to start with the bathroom and the kitchen and then my bedroom, and I'm going to make my way into this dining room and into my living room. It's a lot of painting and I plan to get this done this summer because this fall, I want it to be warm and cozy and clean. Neat, not, it's not dirty. I mean, picked up and stuff put away because I have too much stuff, way too much stuff. And, uh, and I, I'm gonna just get rid of a lot of it, you know, uh, 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 or at least organize stuff so they get put away. Then they, they have some new colors and. And they are exactly the colors that I love, love, love. So I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm just, I, I, there's, there's these colors that I like. And it's a, it's a I, I lean toward a Moroccan palette naturally. You know what I mean? Like oranges, cobalt blues, pinks, you know, that kind of stuff. I lean, I lean toward that because I find oranges, uh, just, just, I find them to be romantic and calming. Uh, and so they just offered up two new colors that I thought, oh, <laughs> these are the colors. This is it. This is it. This is it. So anyway, I'm just, I'm just sharing that. So I'm going to put a call out to my friends. Come help me paint this mess. Uh, once I get rid of stuff, once I move stuff, ah, oh, I have so much to do. <laughs> and study for the second LSAT which I haven't started again. I have not heard from the, from the, from the first outside. I hope they accepted my writing. They might not have, they might be challenging it because 
uh, I took it in my space. And, you know, you have to scan your room. I, there's a lot to see in this space. And I know they were like, what is going on? I was like, you can't cheat on the written. I don't know. I don't even know how I could cheat on the written. I didn't know the question ahead of time. And, you know, I write from a very sort of personal place, you know. So anyway, we'll see what happens. So much to do, so little time. So much to do, so little time. Uh, I'm almost finished with the house on the, the yellow house. I'm almost finished. It's a little harrowing to think about. Um, it's a little harrowing to think about the Katrina stuff, but it is it is interesting. It is good to revisit it, and to and to to revisit it from a very personal place with someone who uh, whose family was very much a part of that. Um, and so I, I get to think about uh, what that must have looked like in those harrowing times. You know, to have family um, disconnected from you because of a natural disaster. You know, um, uh, and to deal with losing family members and 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 losing a home and and all that kind of stuff, uh, and people are you know uh, dispatched to all different parts of the country uh, in an effort to just like get out of New Orleans. Um, so it and it reads like a novel, like it reads beautifully. I mean, she has a really great gift for writing. Um, I've, I've just enjoyed reading it. That's probably why it's taken so long, because every time I read it, it just, I just, uh, I just live, live with it, live in it. I live in this story, let it linger a little bit. But I need to finish it so I could, so I could move on. And you know, I'm usually one to read two books at a time, you know. But I, I want to finish this one so that I can see where I'm at with the Arthur Ashe book, and and get into that and to see what other book I need to pick up. You know, and there's a bunch, there's a bunch that I wanna get into, you know? So, so we'll see how it all, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how it all plays out and uh, get into it. It's a little challenging, not that bad, but a little, a little bit challenging. And that's, a, it's a good challenge to have, don't get me wrong. Because, you know, lamenting reading is a first world problem. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to read next. That is a first world problem. That's not like, oh, what I'm going to eat next. Where's my next meal coming from? It's like, oh, where do I want to spend my intellectual time? That's luxury. So anyway. Anyway, 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 anyway. You know, that's luxury. So, and, I, and I'll take it and I'll acknowledge it. It's fine. All good. All good, all good, all good. So um, I have a few things that I need to do. I gotta go get my nails done. I've not had my nails done since before my birthday. So this is, this is birthday nails. I'm, I'm having them cut and I'm going to, because uh, uh, they're, they're way too long for my taste. Way, way too long. Okay, this is, I don't know what this is. Huh. I've got, you know, I've got all these doctor's appointments lined up, like stacked to that. So I'm just running through, like, oh my God. All right, all right. 
Welcome to 60. <laughs> Welcome to 60. Let me go here. Let me go there. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do that. Although I will tell you, lost a little weight. The Ozempic is doing his thing, I suspect. You know, I, I got, I'm, I'm at 287. I'm like, okay. I see 287. So now if I could just put some movement in this body and help it along a little bit. I keep saying that, but do I get up and do it? No. <laughs> I think because I got some barriers in the way, I need to lay out. I need to. I need to pull out my exercise clothes. I, that's that's part of it. Just pull out my exercise clothes and put it, put them somewhere that I can just, you know, because I have them all in one container. And if I just pull them out, and then um, then I can just slip into them. Because if I get up in the morning and I have to look for them, it's not happening. It's just not going to happen. So I don't want to do that. So, so yeah, so I made my appointment for uh, my colonoscopy in August. I'll be back from Martha's Vineyard, um, which will be fine. Uh, and then I'll have that done. Uh, I'm having my kidneys I'm having an MRI for my kidneys. Uh, and then uh, I just had all my eye stuff done. My eyes have not changed. My eyes, my vision has not changed in 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I know. So I'm sitting at the, I'm sitting at the eye doctor because I, you know, I see a specialist because I have glaucoma and the beginnings of cataract. And so, uh, so I see a specialist, which is fine. Um, I see Dr. Lee, he's great. Um, so I'm sitting at the eye doctor yesterday because they're gonna get a new prescription for eyeglasses, uh, which, which the prescription is the same, it's been the same for the, a thousand years. So anyway, I go and have the, the pupillary distance measure and she says, oh, and so I just inadvertently say, oh, it's 71. She's like, no, it's 69.5. She's like, you know what that means? I was like, no, what, 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 what's happening? She's like, you've lost weight. <laughs> like, of all the things to say, and of all the things that get measured, that's what it is. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you lost weight. I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, I have, but the fact that some weird man would know that because of the measurement of the pupillary distance, I didn't even, I was so freaked out by it. You know, it was like such a weird thing. I didn't even ask, what does that even mean? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to leave that alone. I, I just got up. You know how you see the viola? The Viola Davis, uh, how to get away with murder, the meme, when she rolls her eyes, gets her bag and gets up. I put that in, the, I put that on my Facebook page yesterday as I was telling the story, as I wrote the story, because it just seems so ridiculous to me. <laughs> so now I know as I lose weight, my pupillary distance, the distance between my eyes uh, will change. 
Does that mean because my face is shrinking? I don't even know. If you say so, you know. Um, uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna order new glasses. Um, I, I can still wear these. These are still great. They're not broken. They're not scratched. They're not anything. And it's the same prescription. So I, it's time for some new glasses. I'll just order some. I'll just order some new glasses, and I'll just go back and forth between these and whatever the hell else I buy. You know, I, I actually like the round because I feel like these are the perfect old lady kind of glasses, but they're like fly, right? I I like them. They have a black and white pair that I dig too, but there there's a couple of other pairs that I like. But I, I do like the round. I do I do like the round. I do. I like the big round. So maybe I get them in black or gray or I don't know some other some other kind of thing. But I I, I dig these a lot. We'll see what happens. I, I gotta I gotta look for some glasses and I'll I'll do it. Although these are perfectly fine. <laughs> They're perfectly fine. I would like to have another pair because there's some really great glasses out there. And you know, the people at the eye doctor place were like, oh, do you want to pick out some frames? I just look at her, I was like, you, you don't got anything that's close to this, do you? She was like, okay, okay, Babs. <laughs> She's like, all right, I, okay. She's like, yeah, like, listen. I, I I like stylish. All y'all got those old old lady glasses and, and state aid glasses. You know, like they give you in prison. <laughs> and you want too much damn money. You want too much money. And you know what? You're not making glasses in here. You're sending them out just like the people that I ordered from are sending them out. And I guarantee you, you're sending them to China. <laughs> so I'm just eliminating it. I'm just eliminating your step. That's what I'm saying. I'm just eliminating your step. And uh, that's it. I was like, please, you know, please, please, please. She was like, okay. She's like, well, if you order glasses online, we could put the lenses in here. I was like, why are you not doing it? You're just going to send them out. You're going to send them to China. So I might as well just jump, get a jump and have them made in China. That's what you're doing. You're not, you're not doing anything else. You're not doing anything different. I was like, okay, all right. And that was that. <laughs> that. That was the end of that conversation. I didn't say all that. I just was like, in my mind, I was like, girl, you're not making these. Why would I come in here and order glasses when I could just do it myself? I was like, girl, I've been ordering glasses online for 20 some odd years. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I'm not ordering from y'all. Y'all of the days of spending ridiculous amount of dollars for glasses. I can't do it. I, I cannot, I cannot do it. Plus, I really like the choices. And I'm not one of these people, I don't got to stand in the mirror and try them on. At this age, I don't have every manner of glasses. I know what works for me. And, and I just pick what I like and I just make it work. I've never picked a bad pair and I've been ordering for, for 20 some odd years. So, you know, I'm just saying. I, I don't have those kind of hangups. So 
Anyway, Johnson C. Smith has a new president. If you don't know Johnson C. Smith, I can't tell you nothing. Johnson C. Smith University announces his new president. Um, her name is Dr. Valerie Kinlaw. She is their 15th president. And she is a graduate of, uh, uh, she is a graduate of JSCU and has been a member of its board of trustees for over two years. She currently serves as the Dean of the School of Education at the University of Pittsburgh and has also held positions at multiple universities, including uh, the High State University, Teachers College, Columbia University, and the University of Houston downtown. Ah, go ahead, Sister President, Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte. I spent a lot of time stopping around Charlotte. So anyway, high five. So that's a good thing. Ah, it is, it is going to be a kind of a dreary rainy day. I had a good dinner. I had a good dinner yesterday with um, uh, Winter Carson and uh, and uh, oh gosh, I hate that I can't remember. I mean, I can tell you, Rebecca. It was a good dinner. Uh, so I'm I'm meeting with uh, you know we're in a, a search, and so I'm doing my chair chairperson's duty, meeting with folks. So. Good. Uh, well, we shall have a we shall have a, a a winning team, a full winning team in no time at all. No time at all. So we shall see. We shall see. In the meantime, uh, the arts council is doing pretty well. We're gearing up for more artist grants. I hope people apply. You know, get that money. Thank you to the Mellon Foundation. Uh, for seeing our vision, supporting our vision. Uh, I, I, am, I am grateful for that. Uh, I love the Arts Council. So uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm extending my, my term on the Long Wharf Theater Board as its secretary. So I've got one more year to do there. Uh, I, I'm about to come off the, uh, the Planned Parenthood Board. I got to sit out a year and then come back to it. So we shall see if that happens. Uh, if I come back to it, I think I might. Uh, but if I don't, it's all good. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to balance uh, my commitment to community with my desire for more personal time. You know, and I have a lot of personal time. You know, I have a lot of personal time. But, but I have other interests. There's other things that I like to pursue. And chase and uh, you know, some could say that I might be a bit overextended. I don't. I don't really think that I am. I just have a lot. Have my hands in a lot of things, but I don't feel overwhelmed. Uh, I don't. I don't operate from that sort of place anymore of overwhelm. Uh, I know how to let stuff go. I know how to say nope, and I know how to you know bide my time. Uh, I've got great man time management skills. Uh, it's just, I just have a, I just want to do some other stuff, you know, that just feeds me. And uh, and it's not that I can't do it. I'm not suggesting that I can't do it in the midst of all these things. I'm just saying, uh, that's where I'm at, you know. And uh, it's really, it's really nice. So I don't even know what these are. What do you mean I have some prescriptions? I don't even know what this is. 
No, I gotta, I gotta go call and see. <laughs> what is, what do I have there? I'll call them. And be like, what, what is there for me? Uh, oh, I think I know. I gotta go. I gotta go pick up the stuff for uh, the colonoscopy. I think they put that in. Now I gotta go pick it up. You know, the little drink, the little cocktails that you gotta do. I was like, but it's not till August. But you know, when you're in a doctor's office, they wanna just handle that stuff. Like, it's like, get it off my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, we don't see you till August, but here, go pick up your stuff and you handle storing it somewhere and don't forget to take it. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, all right, I, I could do that. I could do that. I'm going to buy me some lottery tickets today. I haven't bought lottery tickets in a very long time. I'm feeling pretty abundantly lucky. I, I'm feeling pretty abundantly lucky. So I'm going to hit it. <laughs> I, I'm going to hit it. I know what it's like to be poor. I don't know what it's like to be ridiculously rich. I'm, I'm, I have a means to find out. I aim to find out. So. And that can compare to problems. <laughs> Rich problems, poverty problems. Which do I prefer? Which is, I think they're equally stressful. But I, I somehow or other, something about having money can, can make a lot of those problems feel all right. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. And, I, and everybody who has money is like, well, it's not the money. I, you know, I can't even hear people say that. I, I already know the richness of life. I already know the sacredness of relationships. I already know the foundation of friendship. I already, I already, I got that down pat. What I don't have is money. <laughs> so, so, so I, I'm, I think I'm already a well-heeled person. Uh, I think I'm already uh, 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 in my right mind. And, 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 and I've got a, a body of friends that, that you know, that, uh, that I, I, I am grateful to continue to cultivate and enjoy and stay in good graces with and good stead with. And I'm a good steward of my friendships. And that's the other thing that people don't get. You have to be a good steward of your friends. You have to care about them and, and what they're going through. you know. And I think I'm a good steward of friends, of people, of my friends. you know, And, 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 and not just the ones that I, I rock with on a regular basis, but all the people so so anyway i already i already got that and money's not going to change that it's just it's just going to make me help us run around the world a little faster and a little more luxurious <laughs> so i'm that's how i'm envisioning it though that's that's what i'm thinking about it's like we could do a whole documentary when i win money and how we run around the world like yeah I can put you in first class. <laughs> I can put you in first class. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I'm talking about that. So, so yes, yes. Now, now I got to get my 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 summer TV watch on because everything is off. So I don't even know what I'm going to watch. What's coming back? Italy and Paris. Does that come back this summer? Is that a summer watch? I don't even know. I told myself I was going to watch it the second season, but I found myself watching it the second season. I might just watch it this third season and then, you know, I'm good for about three seasons or something, except for Game of Thrones. I watched that to the bitter end. 
I wasn't disappointed like everybody else. I mean, I, I guess I was disappointed, but then I was like, okay, whatever. I was a captive audience and the ending was a little bit of a, it wasn't a high. And, and I did the same thing with the Sopranos. I, I stayed with the Sopranos. Um, I mean, there's some shows that I watched at the end, or there's some shows that I came back in the last season and just watched to the end of the season. You know what I mean? Like how to get away with murder. Like I stopped watching. Like I watched the first couple of years and then it got ridiculous. And then I watched the end. And the same one with, with the Kerry Washington show too. I, I, I just watched at the end because, you know, I was getting tired of it. So I was like, all right, I'm tired of this. But then when it was when it was going off, I went to the end. I came back at the end and watched. So so that's all right. I mean, I, it was like, it's like watching the soap opera, you know, it's a beat. You know, you're like, oh, and 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 what you what you can't fill in, uh, what you miss, you just go to YouTube. You can find it, <laughs> or go go to there. You know, you can find the episode, the parts of the episodes, you know, that you miss. So, so it wasn't hard. So I didn't feel like I, I missed a whole bunch. Uh, Queen Sugar, the same thing. I've not gone back to Queen Sugar though. So I might go back and catch up. I think I I think I was I think I was into season three. And then I think they went, had like two or three more seasons after that. So I think I dropped off at season three. And I was like, these border loans, can't they get it together? Like, damn, <laughs> they always up against it. <laughs> you know, they always, they always fighting some unnecessary foe. I was like, oh, okay, border loans, jeez. You know, uh, uh, but I, lo I loved it because it was beautifully done. It looked beautiful. I, I loved it. I loved it. <clears throat> so so maybe I'll go back maybe this summer I might go back and you know catch it catch the catch where off. Well, at least the last last season <laughs> I might do that so so I'm not drinking coffee this morning because I didn't get up to make any I'm drinking a little lemon water a little lemon ice water which is nice too which is nice on the on the on the on the body too <laughs> have a little cold something something in the morning not a bad idea not a bad idea uh i'm not paying attention to the mayoral race that's but i am paying attention you know i'm not paying attention but i am paying attention to that kind of thing you know nope i'm not having any of them on my show because i don't want to talk to none of them you know i don't hate them uh, i just not in love with none of them Oh, but that's all right. You know what? It's fine. It's absolutely fine. So, uh, uh, but I'm paying attention in a in a from a from a from a distance. I'm listening. I'm seeing. You know that kind of thing. I'm doing that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm paying attention. So. Uh, see what happens but you know they they both got people in their camp and they, and they're both uh all four of them are zigzagging the city and talking about whatever i was like okay whatever uh and that's it that's all i'm gonna say i'll leave all that to paul uh, i'll pay attention to when paul has these people on and he talks to them like okay chit chat chit chat away uh chit chat away Ah, well, 
since it's not quite summer yet, you know, so chilly, uh, it gives me a little more time to dig out my summer clothes. Because <laughs> I'm not going to wear anything right now. You need, you need some sleeves. Chile, 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 chile. So, you know, I was like, all right, it's a little cold. A little bit cold out here. And rainy. There's another, uh, there's another poem that I thought uh, was well said too. And uh, uh, it was, I follow a couple of poetry sites on um, Facebook and Instagram. One is, I think poetry is luxury or poetry is not luxury. And then uh, poetry in every emotion. And uh, this one was just struck me yesterday. I am too full of life to be half loved. Baby, say it again. I am too full of life to be half loved. What? Say it three times. Uh, uh, uh. I am too full of love to be. I'm too full of life to be half loved. And that's a James. I feel like I need some. I need a James Brown beat on that. I need it. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Get on the scene. Get on up like a sex machine. Get on up. So I need that. I am too full of life to be half love. That's that's everything. I, if I could put that out there, there's a couple of things I could put out there for people. For people. It really is. Uh, you know, you just put it out there for people and let people take what they will from it. You know, I, you know, the conversations I'm having with people, it just really feels people are very disconnected from each other. <coughs> And uh, and that I find that quite painful, you know, because I, I don't want people to be sitting anywhere alone in their feelings by themselves. I, I don't I do, the thought of that is just bothersome to me, you know, that, that people have. And you know, I tell you, and I say this all the time, I read all these articles about adult loneliness. And and now we're starting to see it in children, right? I mean, we see it in children quite often, but um this idea of, of not making friends, they're disconnected from each other. Nobody wants to open their door. And by door, I mean their, their cell. You know, they don't want to open the door for fear, because that's all it is, for fear of being hurt or dragged or whatever. Now, I'm here to tell you, a broken heart is, is, is how you know you are very much alive and that you feel deeply about something. I want people to just open their doors a little wider, let some light in. Just open the door a little bit. I'm not saying let the whole world in, because some of y'all ain't gonna do that. But if you could, if you could just open the door a little bit and let a little bit of light in, you could, you could almost feel the warmth of the sun when you open the door a little bit and give and give give it give it one more try. I think um, my Angel is like, just give love one more chance, one more chance, just one more chance. Just one more chance. Just give love one more chance. <laughs> I'm a huge proponent of that. You know, as a parent, as a black woman, as a sister, as an auntie, as as a woman in community. Uh, you know, uh, I just one more chance. Just one more chance. You know, lead with vulnerability if you can. You know that I I started that trick when when I turned fifty. <laughs> 
you know, because the Course in Miracles says, um, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you don't have to go look for love. You only have to remove the barriers to love. That's all you have to do is move, remove the barriers to love. Um, and that's not the same as looking for love. <coughs> you don't have to look for love. Love is all around you. It is. It is very present. And I know people, I know there are people who don't feel that at all. Um, but I, I, I would say if you're sitting on a park bench or you're somewhere and you're listening to me, that you, you look, you know, and you start with small things, you know, what, what do you, what do you love? Do you love flowers? Love a good glass of champagne? Uh, did you, do you miss your grandmother? Do you, you know, access the things that you love and then, and then read, Position it in your mind as a as a way to open the door. I don't know where this cough is coming from. I think I drink too much cold water too fast. <laughs> I think that. I think that. So yeah, I mean that's 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 how I'm centering myself these days. You know, as I sit as I sit in my beginnings of a new. Uh, decade of life, sixty, and, and what that means. I, I, I personally hope that I, I have a long and productive life. That's what I want. Like I pray for that. You know, keep me, keep me, keep me having an ability to do all the things that I want to be doing. That's that's what I want. I mean, I, I as much as I want to win the lottery, I joke about the lottery. I, I would like to win the lottery. I want to, cause I want to ride in first class. But seriously, I just want the ability to, to have all my senses about me and to move about the world unencumbered. That's, that's really the, the gift and the blessing as far as I'm concerned, you know. That's what I want, you know. Uh, I, I, want, I want those kinds of blessings, to, to be able to move in the world unencumbered uh, and safely. Uh, that's, that's what I want. And... Uh, and with all my senses intact, you know, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I follow these people on on uh, on Instagram who uh, help you fire your neurons in your brain to create new pathways, and they do all these weird sort of things that freak me out that I don't think I'm good at, right? So, uh, uh, and so. Uh, you can fire your neurons and create new pathways. And, uh, and they're like all neurologist people. That, and I enjoy it so much because it's, uh, it's freaky. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, yeah. See, like you take it to these, I'm going to go in a minute. But you do this and you do this and you do this and you do this. And, and this is not what I meant to do. So you got to, one hand does one thing, another hand does another thing, right? So if you do this, then you do this. And then you do this, this. And then you do this, then you do this. See, you're not supposed to, I end up doing the same thing. Anyway, I'm going to go have a break.
I'll be back. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rolls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my rhyme with yours. I wake you up 
and as I stare in your face, you seem stunned. Remember me, the one you got your idea from. But soon you start to suffer. The tuna get rougher when you start to stutter. That's when you had enough of fighting it'll make you choke. You can't provoke, you can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't no joke. Bye.
I'm satisfied if you are, so don't you dare release me. Girls, you gotta be blind not to draw the line. Be confident at all times. If you relax to the max, things will be just fine.
Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Girls Ivy. And it is a joy and a delight to have Anru back. Hello, Anru. Happy June. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Pride. Happy everything. Yes, all the things. Pride and Juneteenth, solstice. We're now officially in. Yes, it's summer. Summer had the. I was. So interesting. Like the start of summer is the day with the longest light. Yes, Um, and the shortest night. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's not like in the middle of summer, like that, that, not the peak of summer where that happens. It's interesting. How are you? <laughs> I, listen, uh, aside from the fact that it's kind of like fall outside, I mean, <laughs> 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 it's like October outside, I think, you know, yeah. degrees. I was like, all right. Yeah. These are the days. Well, I have the advantage of being able to see you. So you're looking particularly like vibrant and fabulous with the fabrics and your earrings and purple hair yes. Looking thank great. you black black y'all yes yes y'all <laughs> <laughs> thank you yes mm. ah. well so you know we gotta we I, I i always want you to frame out what you want to talk about but i i love when you start with the with the ancestral chant yes well that often supports or helps to frame out what comes next you know, so often we get into like oh i'm gonna figure the thing out and i like you know the figuring out part to actually come from a, a place of uh, connection and heart and purpose and something a little deeper so we'll start there all right so again for folks not familiar um this is a yoruba chant I'm a Baba Lawo, I'm a priest in the Yoruba tradition, and it's a chant to honor our ancestors. And so it's in Yoruba, and the chant uh, translates to honor my fathers in the male lineage, that's Iba Baba, honor my mother's female lineage, Iba Yeye, and then I honor all my ancestors, Iba Egungun, and I honor them for the Ashe that they have left for me. And Ashe is like, it can be translated to um, like blessings or like, may it be so, may it manifest, like amen. May it be um, the power to pull something from like an idea of the unseen realm into the physical realm, right? Like you build a thing, right? Go from the idea to the building of it. That's that manifestation. It's also like the energy and power, the authority to do something. Um, So we thank our ancestors for the ashe that they have left for us and that ashe that they have left for us we're using it today so it's both an honoring of them but it's also a call and a recognition to pick up those things and to you know really um be our full selves right use all of the things at our disposal um, that we haven't just created right but that come from a lineage of of peoples who've been here before us so that's the chant which which we'll start off with Iba baba tofu ashe o Iba baba tofu ashe Iba baba tofu ashe o Iba baba tofu ashe ashe tefu an lan lohio Iba baba tofu ashe Iba ye ye tofu ashe o Ba ye ye tofu ashe. 
Baye tofu ashe u. Baye tofu ashe. Ashe tefu anlando iu. Baye tofu ashe. Baye gungun tofu ashe u. Baye gungun tofu ashe. Baye gungun tofu ashe u. Baye gungun. Tofu ashe ashe tefu anlando iu ibai tofu ashe ibai tofu ashe ibai tofu ashe ibai tofu ashe 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 amen now I'm happily centered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what's, what's on your heart and mind today, Anru? What's interesting is like, it's like heart, heart stuff. So like, you know, kind of doing some like prayer and meditation earlier and was just feeling like all this um, ways that I can feel pressure to like get it right. A lot of things to get right. Right, we gotta be in the world, navigate things, right? Even trying to like use the ashe that all my ancestors have left, like oh, all the things, right? So I recognize this like pressure that's um, that comes from many sources, both like within the family and also the society that we're in. Even notions and um, movements of liberation, right? We got to get it right. We got to get free. Um, we got to undo all the internalized um, messages that we. Uh, perpetuate ourselves about not being enough so I was in that and then I was like well well there's also like let me like have a little love and compassion and some gentleness um for myself right just for just even wanting those things and yearning for those things and moving towards those things and and that really highlighted how um and I think also in so many liberation movements and wellness pieces like this aspect of love and our hearts and gentleness and compassion towards ourselves is often not the first thing right it's the like let me undo the things or let me tear that down or let me burn it down or f you or like whatever it is there's this like you know, the kind of anger at injustice and the wrongness and it's not that that doesn't have a place or there's some skill around that but also like holding space for this compassion for ourselves right because we're in it like we're in the soup that we're trying not to drink and eat and we're trying to find our way out and that's hard right you can't think yourself out of wrong thinking right? and you can't kind of use those tools and so you know just this piece of also and like also coming from our ancestors like they just want us to be well mm. and like be okay and imagine if if we held that also right, and oriented around that also so that you know not again that there's like this grand answer but like just holding some of that compassion a little bit more as so many things um so many challenges are around us and and so many ways that we're trying to you know do better and honor you know what what is what is liberation right what is whether it's juneteenth pride what does it mean to be um out and open just fundamentally about who you are right um 
can we make space in this culture for people to be people, right? And, and unfortunately, there are so many systems in place, um, official and unofficial, that don't allow that, right, to really marginalize folks and say, well, to be a person, you have to fit into this narrow band of, of a thing around status, around gender, around race, around age, around ability, around so many things. Um, and so it's hard. It's hard navigating those things and to be connected to like this precious thing that we call life. So maybe just some remembering to give ourselves some tenderness and compassion. I, I think a really good point about that we never think that first. Yeah. And and there's almost some guilt attached to thinking thinking that first, right? Because it's movement, it's liberation, it's freedom. I have time for that. I got work to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and yeah. and if we don't, and and we all know. I think I think Andrew, intellectually, we know we cannot give from a empty cup. I mean, we yeah. say it. I mean, it's you know, we've been twenty years into saying this kind of stuff. But yet still, there is this, I just got to do one more thing. I got to, I got to, wait, wait, wait. I got to, let me just deal with this. And then I'll get round to. You rest. And I'm going to go do the thing. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's real stuff around struggle and pain that we're in. But I think without even opening to the possibility, we don't allow any movement in that direction. You know, it's, I gotta, I gotta manage it all. I gotta figure it all out, and um, you know, that's not sustainable. And and we don't then even, um, we it's hard to be curious about other ways. Like maybe I don't have to do the like ten hour day. Maybe it could be a nine hour day, <laughs> right? And not that that's the ideal either, but like. Even if you, even if the pivot is happens there, oh, look at that hour. And can we, can we, you know, which is funny, right? This becomes around like work, right? Productivity, but can we then, <laughs> which is also part of that. Um, can that hour or that shift, instead of filling it up with the next thing on the list, be a place of uh, compassion or care or, or, or what is the thing that is nourishing, right? Versus, let me tick off the next thing on the list. Let me eke out the last little drops of this this cup to something else to water it to to pour into it. Um, so, um, I think that's just the offering, right? Can we all like, and that means different things to different people, right? What are the things that are really nourishing? What are the things that are we can give to ourselves, not not as it feels luxurious, but as this like tenderness. I mean, how does how does tenderness fit into like liberation? Right. We don't often hear that. No, we we don't hear we don't hear that, and uh, I don't I and I. It's definitely not centered, but we know it's necessary. See, because I every, I mean, even MLK took time and spent time in Jamaica for a good, you know, every year they'd spend a month in Jamaica because mm -hmm. he had to relax. And Malcolm saying, I mean, you know, they knew how to 
you know, they know how to think about that, but that's, it's never centered in a way that gives us agency to sort of, let me step back. I, although I think, I think now people are more inclined to hear it, um, but there's not enough people hearing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and or they can... hear it or not doing it. Yeah, and you know, this this piece around like self-care. Um, so I think what's interesting is holding the piece around tenderness, right? It doesn't mean that in the face of the injustice, um, I mean, there's a, a whole other theory in terms of like nonviolence, right? In the face of injustice, where, where is that love? Where is that tenderness? But even without jumping there, because that takes skill, that takes training, right? That takes support even in the places that are that are kind of um places of respite or places of like our people or our community whatever that is there's very there's a lot of still like um, um pushing or you know fundamentally not trusting folks and not trusting ourselves and trying to be better or um being hurt and and it coming out in all kinds of ways and so that piece around the finding the places where we can pause and it whether it's going on a trip somewhere or whether it's the like oh, i'm gonna take this longer walk home longer drive home um, or i'm gonna pause in between the tasks that i'm doing um, or i'm gonna pause before responding right to the first thing that that pops into my head I think I think there's that pause that's important, mm. and because then we can like listen differently, and be curious or offer some space for something else to arise, versus our habits, right? Versus our reactivity, which very often comes from old places, old patterns, old behaviors, which are not always the the most skillful ways or the ways that we're trying to be in the world. Because right? there's a lot to undo. Um, education systems, school systems, work systems, society systems, um, a lot of places tell us how to be. And so to find a place of pause around like, well, so I hear the like how I'm supposed to be, but who am I in that? How do I want to be in that? Like, highlight some of that, hold some of that as precious as much as we hold precious um, being productive and being active or being right or being um, just or being the caregiver or being um, the sacrifice or being, you know, the one who has to carry it all, right? Oh, how do I want to be? Hmm. That's a good question. I like it. Hmm. Yeah. I used to use that question when I was running divorce groups. I used to ask people, who do you want to be in this divorce? Mm -hmm. you know, because it would slow them down to think about, oh, I never thought about that. Because it's such an adversarial process. Like it's just, yeah. even if you go into it being calm and collected, it is an adversarial process. And mm -hmm. you have to get people to pause. You know, like think about some other stuff other than how you're feeling. If you got kids, if you got relatives, you got things. Pause. Yeah. Don't be because you're. Re it's a reactionary. It's a reactionary environment. You know, you're just always reacting because you just 
don't want that other person to take more than anything. Right, right. So it becomes this, like, I got to protect. I got to, like, this is mine. That's yours. I'm right. You're wrong. Yes. <laughs> so what did you notice when, when you asked that question with people? They'd be a little startled. <laughs> mm. They'd be a little startled. Like, what? What do you mean? Mm. And then I was like, because this will give you opportunity to think about moving forward. How do you, how do you want, how do you want to be in this? Do you want to be the angry, upset, I'm not mm. going to give an inch, damn them person? Or do you be like, you know what? This is over. I know it's over. Let me just exit with as much grace as I can. Right. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. And people still need support, right? Because they're so... Yes. <laughs> we're, we are... We are um, <laughs> Our notions of self are well cultivated to be very um, reactive, right? I'm right. I want to get mine. And being right and kind of getting mine, it means, oh, I'm going to feel good, which means this other person has to feel bad. They have to feel less than, right? Not only do I want my yes, yeah, but yeah. I want their no. Like, they have to, like, be unhappy. And I yes. <laughs> And maybe we can be we can be in this a little different. And there's a little element of punishment there too, right? Like, yeah. I want you to suffer because you because I want you to feel as bad as I feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Right in a in a time and in a place of like you know these relationships um, where at another time and place people felt all in, right? And that this was the <laughs> right thing, and this was the perfect thing, and the good thing. And they could be themselves. Um, and it's in those places of like the most kind of openness or vulnerability that when there's like a door shut or we have to like revert, there's like a lot of, a lot of the reactivity of pushing away, right? I can't just, oh, let me just solidify myself. It actually has to be this active uh, pushing away. And I, and I actually see that a lot with um, when it's time for people to say goodbye in mm. work, therapeutic relationships, school, I mean, if someone's moving away, right, the endings, it's easier, I think, because we don't have a lot of practice to be reactive, like, well, I didn't like you anyway, or this really wasn't good, right, because then it's easy, like, oh, this was a bad thing, it's easy to leave, and when it's still a good thing, it's much more complicated, because then you're choosing, right, it's not, if it's something that's actually bad and, and painful, that's, an easier reason, but when something's like, well, this is still good, but this other thing is is where I want to go, or this other person, like this, I don't hate you, but like this is over, and it's time for me to move in this direction. That's much more complicated, and it means being present with the feelings, even then with the person or situation that you're leaving, which is, yeah, we don't have a lot of practice with that. Yeah, that's that's some good that's some good language right there. It's like. I don't hate you, but I want to be over here. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, well, it's just like, as we talk about like liberation, right? It's, it's this, you know, there's still, there's something here and I want to be free. Right. And, you know, if we, if we look at, you know, the answer wasn't just, you know, for African heritage people in this country, black people in this country, it wasn't just like, okay, we're leaving. Like freedom means leaving. It's this, I'm here and there's something here and I want to be free and be here. 
and figure out what that means, um, which still hasn't been sorted out well. Right? Um, yeah. So it's a different kind of question, right? Then, okay, so how do, how do we reset? How do we work? How do we either connect in different ways that we're not entwined in the same way? Right? How do we reestablish boundaries and relationships? You know, if you think about um, parents who split up, right? Okay, they're not together and they're not necessarily co-parenting, but they're both still parents of this child or these children. So how do then, there's still a way that that has to shift, right? Don't have to be as enmeshed and entwined, but some movement has to happen. Mm. You know? So what liberation means um, in all the ways, right? What does it mean to be free emotionally, physically, spiritually? Um, that's not wrapped up in the same kind of entwinement of of what brought us here right, as black people um, or that landed on us as indigenous people, right, who are here. Um, and it's complicated, right? It's not easy to sort some of that out. Um, and I think that some of it can be easy or there can be this desire to like, well, what are all the issues, right? So how do we resolve the issues and still well, yes, and how can we be people, right? How can we be connected to our hearts? How can we be tender with ourselves? It's almost like when kids like play by themselves together, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, sometimes that's, so how do we like get ourselves together? And then sometimes we know, oh, right, we, then we can play a little bit together and then we come apart and, right? Um, but knowing and being able to be with ourselves so that when we, come together, we're a little clearer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think this is the thing that people wrestle with mostly, how to, how to hear their internal selves. Right. You know, and how to tend to their internal selves. Right. You know, in the face of everything that's going on. Yeah, all the noise, right? <laughs> and commitments and chores and distractions and all of that. And the mundane, right? Because there's, there's things, again, like there's things to do, to be done, right? We, we, don't, we don't exist as, as people just by like, we're not plants, right? We don't just, we're, you know, there are lots of theories about how we can get energy, um, but you know, as far as I know, we do actually have to eat things and <laughs> get energy that way. And we're not plants. Um, we'll just bathe in the sun and that's enough or inhale and exhale and that's enough. Um, so there's things to be done, but still, right? How do we listen to who we are and how we want to be um, in relationship to, to, the, to the world, to the people around us? Um, and it's funny, so as I was saying this, this piece around like under like this, like understanding being connected to ourselves. So when we come together with others, um, that can be clearer. <clears throat> it's I'm not, there's a way that I think that could land as like, um, like, well, segregation is the answer, right? We'll have all these people over here and get yourselves together, all these people over here and get yourselves together, and then we can come together. But I think it's much more fundamental around ourselves as, as people within community, 
Um, because there's an us that really matters, right? There's a precious life that we have that is also vital for this precious life that we all have together in relationship. Um, and there's a kind of a back and forth. And so we need those spaces to, to listen and connect with like, well, what is the preciousness of us? What, what is this ashe that our ancestors have left for us? And how do we relate to it as well as the relating to who we are in the specialness of who we are. That's not just about who they were and what they've left for us. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, there's, you know, it's a constant relationship of other and self and our life, which is larger than, than all of that. You know, we're in that context all the time. Hmm. And like holding it. some lightness and some compassion, some tenderness towards ourselves and each other while we're sorting it all out, right? Trying to trying to be with fall-like weather now. And the last time we were talking, how to deal with smoke from wildfires and climate crisis and right all the things that are still unfolding on the planet in between people that are challenging and hard and painful and holding some compassion and some tenderness because we can't figure this out, this thing called life out. We have to be in it. Mm. Gotta be in it. Gotta be in it. (laughs) Till we're not, right? And then we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Until we are not. Until we are not. I, I, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about and reading onset loneliness and how there's this phenomena of adults who, who are ha- having trouble making friends and connecting to people mm-hmm. and feeling very isolated and lonely and, you know, and, uh, and I, 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 you know, I, I find it fascinating um, to, to think about and to look at and to uh you know uh never in the history of this world have people been so lonely with all the things and all the ways in which we can connect we are our most distance and i think we kind of talked about this over the time that you've been coming on the show about this yeah and i'm just talking how how that is and and I used to think it was never around me, but I know people who feel very much isolated and alone, you know, mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, there's... And I don't know if they're getting, in the li- getting into life. Right, right. And then, right, there's, there's the, the, the distinction of like being alone and being lonely, right? Because people can feel alone in the in a big crowd, <clears throat> people can, or people can feel lonely while being in a big crowd and people can not feel lonely when they're just by themselves. And I think some of that is this like connection to, like you said, like to life, like what is, can we be connected to that and then find, you know, sometimes it's a logistic thing, right? Well, they're literally not the people around. I like spending time with people. And so that, you know, sometimes that's a that's a thing that's hard, and um, also finding ways where that doesn't have to be 
the entire story, right? Because then there gets to be stories on top of that. It's not just a um, l lack of a person, but it becomes the meaning of, of why it is that way or a not enoughness or um, like a not worthy or those stories. And I think that those are different things to, to undo, right? Those, those stories of um, what success means, these stories of what does connection mean? Um, and we don't have a lot of practice actually like being in these places like, well, again, how do I want to be? What do I need? Um, and how do I connect with that? And then also bring that to other people and have some vulnerability and take some chances and and maybe, oh, maybe some of these habits that I had and these kind of reactivity things or ways that I would deal with uh, conflict or difference, oh, maybe that's not actually helpful. Maybe I need to learn a different way of being in the world. Um, and that is really hard because we're not, we're kind of raised in the society to deal with relationships in a certain way, which are usually much more transactional. Um, yeah. We don't have a lot of space for really who we are. <laughs> And I think that as we get older, that's like, oh, that's more important, right? I don't want to wear this mask, right? I don't want to be doing that. But now I got to figure out who am I and then who are they and how can I find a way that we come together? Um, but it's possible, you know, it's not a magic thing about undoing those things or the feelings of loneliness can be very complicated, very complex. Um, but I find the more that we, again, start with oh, this, the who I am in this life is important and moving from that place to others, then we do have those interactions. There's much more meaning in them and much more because like the who I am is now being connected to this other person instead of like the mask of me being connected to this other person. So I'm hoping in this start of the summer, this new cycle of a thing or this new day, however we want to frame it. Um, you know, we have a little bit more compassion, a little bit more curiosity about ourselves and other people, compassion towards them, compassion towards ourselves, um, curiosity about how we want to be in this life. Mm -hmm. And then what are the things that nourish us in that direction? Because then, then, then there's actually things to do to nourish that aspect of our lives or that perspective in that direction. There's actions in that way. Well, as always, it's been a great conversation. Very thought-provoking. Very thought-provoking. And I like that, you know, we're going into the summer with this, you know, be kinder and gentler to yourself. <laughs> If not, then who, right? That's it. Just be kinder to ourselves. And let that be your first, your first thing. Not, you know, like, oh, let me take care of everybody else first. No, take, take care of your heart and mind first. Be here. That's what the ancestors want. They want you to be well. Mm -hmm. Yes, Ashe. Ashe. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you again, Anru. You'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> You'll be back, everybody. Don't worry. We got all summer. We'll be talking more. Thank you, Anru. Thank you, Babs. You take care. Take care. Sam.
everybody at your house. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> oh, all right, Harry. I'm on my way out tomorrow's Friday. I'll be back. I've got uh, I've got a guest tomorrow because you know the Caribbean Festival is Sunday. I mean, I'm sorry, Saturday. And uh, I've got a guest tomorrow who is performing on the main stage after the Caribbean Festival. So you're going to get you some of this. So it's Michael Teja. Uh, is it Teja or Teja? Uh, or Teja? Uh, anyway, he'll correct me tomorrow. Uh, so he's coming because he's going to be the, he's a Trini artist that's going to be on the main stage tomorrow. So it's going to be a Caribbean vibe downtown. So if you got your Caribbean roots, Meet us downtown on the green tomorrow, rain or shine. Hopefully it'll be shining uh, and I'll see you then. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.